Good afternoon, everybody. This is Joe Wolfson, and I am back. Last week was a pretty unpleasant one, and I apologise for not having been able to share any of the Torah on the 929 chapters, but now we are going to get straight back into it, and I'm going to choose what is arguably one of the most important messages of Yirmiyahu. It begins with him and is then going to be echoed again by many other prophets. It is a section which appears in the first half of chapter 7, chapter at the centre of last week's chapters which we're going to use in order to propel us through those chapters and into this week's chapters. Chapter 7 begins with God telling the prophet, Amod b'shar bet Hashem, go and stand at the gate of the temple. Not by chance is Yirmiyahu told to go to the temple, because there he is going to call out, Va'amalta, you shall call, say to all of those in Yehuda who come into these gates of the temple. Ko'amar Hashem, thus does God say, Improve your ways. And if you do this, I will dwell with you in this place, the Temple of Jerusalem. What are you not to do? Do not believe the words of falsehood of those who say, Hechal Hashem, Hechal Hashem, Hechal Hashem, Hema. A thrice repeated phrase, Hechal Hashem, the sanctuary of God. What does that mean? People repeating over and over again, Hechal Hashem. It means as follows, those who say, God is in our midst, no evil can come upon us. Simply by definition of living in and around Jerusalem, in proximity to the temple, we have God's protection. God could never destroy the city or allow others to harm it. This is a theme which we have come across in the past. We suggested back in Yeshayahu and Malachim as well that the miraculous last minute salvation of Jerusalem from Sanchariv's army in the years 701, at the time that the king Chizkiyahu reigned, led perhaps to this myth, this idea that Jerusalem was indestructible simply because God dwelled there. Says Yirmiyahu, that is not the case. Only if you improve your ways will God dwell amongst you. He continues, Im mishpat bein ishu Do justice between people. Do not abuse the orphan, widow, and stranger. Do not spill innocent blood. If you don't do any of these things, then I will dwell amongst you. But... You are relying on the words of these false prophets, divrei and thinking that you can get away with whatever you want 
you just get a free pass. This is such a profound prophetic point about not relying on the artifacts, the accoutrements of religion, of God's presence, and saying that they will uphold for one, they will atone for one, they will look after one, regardless of what one's actions are. The constant call of the Navi is your actions, how you treat other people, are at the core of God wishing to have a relationship with you. Now something very interesting happens. Because Yirmiyahu then carries on and says as follows in Pasuk Yudbet, verse 12, Go and look at my place, God's place, in Shiloh. Where I originally placed my name there. What is God talking about? He's talking about the Mishkan there in the time of Eli, at the beginning of the book of Shmuel, if you cast your mind back. And go and see what I did there. On account of the evil of my people Israel. If we're able to cast our minds back to the beginning of the book of Shmuel, we will remember how at that time the priest Eli and his sons seemed to care more about the Mishkan and itself rather than about Israel. There was this over-focus on the Mishkan and it's the end in and of itself. And Yirmiyahu says, just as Shiloh was destroyed by the Plishtim hundreds of years ago, when Israel's reverence for God's holy place was not matched by their actions, so too can God destroy Jerusalem again. Now, it perhaps is not by chance that Yirmiyahu references this much earlier event of the story of Shiloh. It will be recalled that the prophet there, the priest there, pardon me, was Eli. Eli had a number of sons. One of his sons had another son called Eviatar, Eli's grandson. Eviatar became the Kohen, the priest who served David. Eventually, Eviatar was replaced by another priest called Sadok, and David tells Eviatar, or Shlomo tells Eviatar at the beginning of the Book of Kings, Malachim, go back to your home in Anatot. Anatot, a small village not far out of Jerusalem. Who else do we know from Anatot? The very beginning of our book, of Yirmiyahu, we read, Divrei Yirmiyahu ben Chilkiyahu min hakohanim asher ba'anatot. Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, the son of Chilkiyahu, one of the priests of Anatot. It could well be that Yirmiyahu is a descendant of Eviatar, the grandson of Eli, who has learnt the story of his family's mistakes hundreds of years ago and repeats that message to Israel. It's great to be back. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.